guys? Welcome back to another Inspirational Monday. And today, man, we're going to talk about outgrowing. You know, guys, sometimes you outgrow other people's messages, other mentors that you would you, that you probably would have admired or admired before. But after a while, it just feels like, you know, what they say is no longer in tune with, you know, like you've already learned their message. So let me give you an example. Lisa Nichols, I loved her so much from 2015 to about 2017. But after a while, I'm like, well, I kind of outgrew her message. No, I'm not saying that I am her. No, I'm not saying that her message is no longer powerful. But for me, it's no longer useful for me. Right? Like Gary V. The first, um, oh my God, I don't remember when I really, really started and aggressively started listening to Gary V. But it had to be between 2017 and 2018. Probably about third quarter of 2018, I was like, okay, I pretty much, you know, I've outgrew his message. There's nothing else that he says that is useful because he says the same thing over and over. Not saying that that's not good because that's exactly what the, you know, great minds do, right? The Bob Proctor, uh, you know, uh, so many other people like in regards to Michael Bernard Beckwith, although he is ever present in the moment and I listen to him on a consistent basis before I go to sleep with the whole meditation, uh, meditative guide. Uh, but a lot of people out there, they stick to one niche. That's fantastic. But after a while, there's nothing else that they say is useful. And that's why it's very important to stay, obviously, yes, to stay consistent, right? Trent Shelton, he talks a lot about self-worth, but, you know, since the beginning, of, at the dawn of the pandemic, uh, when I first started listening to him, I don't even know how it all happened, uh, but, you know, I realized, I'm like, you know what, man, I really love what he says. Like, there could be like 10 to 15 quotes he says within one podcast that I would take and I would repost, tag him, and he would like my message on Instagram stories. You know what I mean? Because that is the profound effect that he has. Like, Eric Thomas, Jesus, everything that he says, those uh, those four on the S2S podcast, it is, it's just so powerful, so riveting, so many notes that needs to be taken. And that is taken throughout that process, throughout that hour and a half that they actually do the podcast. So I haven't outgrown their message yet. But is there an opportunity in the future that I, well, I wouldn't say opportunity, but is there a time in the future that I might outgrow their message? Yes. Guys, it's not that they're saying it's no longer, it's no longer relevant, but it's not relevant for you. Now let's look at it from a job perspective. Back in 2017. You know, uh, the discontent started setting in. Now, what was the discontent about? Maybe because I was working outside, I was working for companies, I was getting paid way more than I was getting at my job, obviously, you know, in Rongset, and then came in a lot of emails. Now, these emails, if I had gotten the, you, you know, a lot of classes and there wasn't favoritism and people trying to get back at me because I called them out on my podcast a year prior to that, which was 2016, would I have been content? I'm not sure. Because I just felt like the air had gone stagnant. I felt like the fire of June and July of 2016, it just started like simmering down towards the end. Although 2016 was still a very powerful year. Uh, Lots of uh, uh, character building moments in regards to overcoming that racial discrimination out here. But when 2017 happened, 
I started, I, I questioned myself, like, dude, what am I doing here? I kept saying, man, I really want to get to Bangkok. I really want to get to Bangkok. I really want to get to Bangkok. I started going to this gym out there in Bangkok. I started meeting people. I started loving the lifestyle. Then I said, towards the end, I became more and more discontent, and I became more disengaged with my lessons at different companies to the point where people started realizing it, and then the HR officer was like, nah, fuck him. Get him out of here. We don't want him anymore, and they cited the most ridiculous things, and then, you know, my job was up in arms, and I said, nah, you know what? This is one of the greatest moments because I'm fucking leaving. I left. I outgrew that job a year prior to that. See, I could have left that job at the end of 2016 at an incredible high, but I was complacent. I outgrew that job because there was nothing else for me to learn there. People had already put me in a box and said, we think you could only teach this. I said, motherfucker, what? I've already gotten all the results. Are you fucking kidding me? And so when they started putting me in a box, I'm like, I'm out. So I outgrew that. And so guys, again, you need to understand when you outgrow something, you'll feel it. And it's complacency. It's you just saying... Oh, here we go again. Okay, so let's make a change. I'm not saying quit your job, but I'm saying take that leap. Take that leap and do something different. I was listening to Brendan Bouchard's audiobook. Um, what is it? The uh, performant, what is it? The high performing habits, I think that's what it's called. And he was talking about a woman. And this woman, she had the wife. I'm sorry, the wife, yeah, okay. She had the husband. She had the kids, husband drinking outside with his friends on the porch, you know, a glass of wine. She started crying. She's like, hey, you know, uh, I, I feel like something's not right. And she felt like she was no longer in her passion. She had the good money. She had the family. She had the house. But she just felt like she was complacent. And what is that? Well, just living a middle to an upper class lifestyle, believing everything's okay. But you saying, you know what? Am I, what I'm doing, is this enough? It's kind of like waking up one day as a lawyer and saying, you know what, man? This shit is garbage. That's exactly what happened with Mira. And now Mira is impacting lives all around the globe. And what the, the collaborations that are going to be coming in the new year are absolutely amazing. You guys stay tuned for that. But again, you know, she outgrew her job. She got a double master's, but then she looked back and said, ah, I really don't want to do this anymore. And that's all there was to it. And she took that leap. She took that leap of faith. She was depressed. She was broke. She was broken. And she said, I'm out. And that middle class lifestyle, you might be waking up every day saying, ah, Man, I just, I, I don't feel like it's in me anymore. Guys, I felt that as a dental assistant in the heart of Melbourne in 2011. Eating a bowl of cereal in a dark kitchen while my two housemates were asleep. And I, when I walked out of that door, when I left that specific place, my flat, I was like, oh, here we go. I wanted to enjoy, I felt like I wasn't fully enjoying and embracing the moment as a dental assistant. Hell, I hit that wall a long fucking time ago back in Las Vegas before I even traveled to Australia. So, yes, it was a little bit funner out there in Vegas just for the 11 months I was there, but I ended up having to leave. I left. Why? Because I just felt like there was nothing else for me in the realm of dental assistant. That's all there is to it, guys. When you outgrow something, don't be afraid to take that leap and try something new. You know, sometimes we outgrow relationships. Have you guys ever felt that? You know, and it's so funny. It's, uh, you know, the, the last time going back to the whole job perspective. You know, when I sent that email and I was like, nah, I don't want to, you guys don't deserve me anymore. 
And he, you know, he just tried playing it really soft and really cool and saying, oh, yeah, you know, I felt like you've outgrown us. Well, yeah, I did. Absolutely. I outgrew you probably about two years prior. That's not the point. The point is I need you to know that you're a dickhead and that you're on your dying days. Anyways, but nonetheless, I don't hold any ill will because obviously looking at the beautiful riches I have today, it was the greatest thing that had ever happened to me. And so... Oh my God, guys! You know, don't devalue yourself. Your, your, you know, yourself. There are people who are literally shown. I did an Instagram TV recently, and this this company of eight hundred people. These women were crying because they realized after three months of COVID, when they went back to work, excited only to see that they were laid off. Do you want to be that person? Do you want to take control of your life again? Do you want fucking control of your assets, your money, your everything? Like, do you understand, I have not felt this good in four years about my finances. Saying to myself, oh my god, you know, people are saying, hey, Arsenio, do you want to, hey, do you want to come in for a workout? I'm like, hell yeah, I'll come in for a workout. You know, before I'd be like, oh, well, no, I think I could just work out at home because, you know, money's a little bit scarce. No, because I was on a scarcity mindset. So it wasn't until COVID, it wasn't until I started realizing a lot of different things and raising myself up in consciousness and started bringing in this free-flowing amount of abundance into my life where everything began to change. And that's when life changed forever. Guys, I'm just telling you guys, man, just take that leap. A lot of you have outgrown so many things in your life, just as we are kids and we're growing up within probably about four, what, four to eight months, those shoes are no longer relevant. They hurt our feet. Why? Because we grow. So you need to grow like in terms of your personal well-being, your personal development, self-improvement. And when you start doing that, you're going to start realizing, ah, I really don't like these folks anymore. They don't really speak my language. Let me just like, you know, move them to the side. You look at this group over here. You look at your workplace. You look at the relationships you're involved in. You look at your entire trajectory of your life and then you begin to go through that re-evaluation and start systematically just like re like reevaluating everything that is in your life because sometimes you look back and say man I outgrew that 5 years ago why is it still around I'm just telling you you are now in control and I'm excited because now that you're in control you realize okay let's start reevaluating everything in our life and see what is still lingering around that shouldn't be lingering around anymore I'm your host as always, over and out.